I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Jennings Askey, former Chief Privacy Officer and Chief Information Security Officer of Partners Healthcare in Boston. Jennings recently left Partners to become CISO at Nuance Communications, a provider of voice recognition products and other software to the healthcare industry. Jennings will be discussing his role at Nuance and the transition from being an information privacy and security leader at a HIPAA-covered healthcare organization to becoming a CISO at a business associate of healthcare providers. Hi, Jennings. Hello. How are you? Good. Now, to start, briefly describe what your role was at Partners Healthcare, which is a covered entity under HIPAA, and what your new role is at Nuance, which is a business associate under HIPAA, and what made you decide to make the switch? I left Partners in January of this year. My When I left, I was the Chief Information Security and Privacy Officer, and I held that role for one year. And prior to that, I was the Chief Information Security Officer. So in January of about 2013, Partners made, nor- made a decision to merge the privacy and security functions under a common leader, and, and that was driven really by a host of reasons, some of them accidents of history particular to the organization. Partners felt that basically there was really a convergence from a regulatory perspective in terms of obligations under HIPAA, um, both the privacy and security rules and the technologies that were being used to support those. So, so partners combined those uh, functions into one, one leadership role. When I got to Partners, I had about one staff member when I left. There were 20 folks working in security and privacy full-time. That's a large number, but Partners is a large organization, so that, that kind of makes sense. At Nuance, I'm the Chief Information Security Officer, and, and really there's a lot of similarities in what I did at Partners and what I'll be doing at Nuance. In general, what I or I'll be doing at Nuance is establishing kind of a global policy framework for large organizations, really trying to drive the forward direction of the organization from a compliance perspective as it relates to privacy and security. At Nuance, there's an individual I'll be working with who has a, a privacy leadership role, so I won't have to wear both hats, so to speak. So the reason I, I made the move was that uh, I really built a, a good program at Partners. It's really, you know, as an organization, um, they're ready to take things to the next level. It was difficult to leave. There's a, a great team there, and the organization's very committed to privacy and security from the executive level on down. At the same time, there are personal and professional challenges at Nuance that made it very exciting to me. And what makes it kind of a seamless transition is the role that Nuance plays in healthcare. Nuance has about a $1 billion a year business vertical in, in healthcare, providing everything from healthcare software, such as the e-scription platform, to transcription services. So there's a, a good overlap there, but there's also some enterprise, cloud, and other security uh, opportunities for myself to really grow professionally. You touched upon this a bit, but what do you think will be the the biggest differences and the similarities that you'll face in being the CISO of a business associate versus a covered entity? Well, I think the, the biggest difference from my perspective is going to be being on that other side, so to speak. And if I think back to what we were doing at Partners, we were really trying to put some teeth to our third-party risk management. Traditionally, a lot of covered entities take business associates for their word when they say that they comply with HIPAA or they, they barely probe, if at all. And at Partners, we were trying to really do something different. We were really trying to get at the heart of whether or not business associates were conformant with the HIPAA privacy and security rules. 
And so now I'm on the other side of that coin. And what that means for me is that I have to be prepared to respond to those increasingly sophisticated covered entities. They won't take nuances, simple word or attestation that they're conformant with with these various regulations and, and obligations. Nuance is going to have to demonstrate that, and I'll be part of the, the group that's defining how they will demonstrate that conformance. And that really is a big change brought in, obviously, by the omnibus rule and, and also the increased enforcement that we've seen out of OCR. So so I think for me the biggest change will be going from a, a position where I was asking the questions to one where I'll be answering them. Now, related to that, you having been a CISO and a privacy officer at a large healthcare provider, what are the most important lessons about security and privacy that you think you'll be bringing to your new role as a CISO for a business associate? The one thing that's really stood out to me is that some level the problems are the same across both organizations. I've only been at Nuance for two weeks yet I've seen the same challenges with consumer technology. So whether it be a doctor at a partner's hospital or just a regular staff member at Nuance, they want to use things like Dropbox or these technologies that don't have enterprise-grade security. So there's all, all those challenges are common across both. So I guess in terms of what I've brought with me, just the single-minded focus on fixing those problems, you know, the lessons will carry over. I think one thing that I've really come to appreciate is that security is security, no matter if you're on the cover entity side or the DA side. But that being said, I think there are some things that I I bring coming from the the provider side to the DA side in in terms of context. And one of those context issues is for healthcare providers, transcription services is something that is viewed with a a little bit of a wary eye, if you will, because there's been some well-known incidents that have occurred. There's the famous incident involving like the Veterans Administration where a transcription service that had overseas workforce members was extorting the Veterans Administration for money. I believe that occurred back in 2003. So one thing I'm bringing is basically my experience saying as a healthcare provider that I was concerned about a particular industry, and now I'm representing that industry. So there's there's that kind of focus. And I guess the other thing that, that I'm bringing is just, a, you know, the conversations that I had with my peers on the provider side, we all were in a position where we saw management caring more about security, and we all expected that our business associates would care more and that they would also push down obligations to their subcontractors as required under the omnibus rule. So I'm certainly going to be expecting to receive those kind of inquiries from healthcare covered entities that the provider side that we you know do business with. So I'll be helping the organization prepare for that and trying to get in front of it. What do you think are the biggest security and privacy trends and challenges facing business associates and what do you suggest healthcare providers do to ensure that those business associates are properly addressing those issues? I think that the biggest challenges for business associates, and I've touched on this, is the increasing sophistication of the healthcare covered entities that are providers, and those providers are no longer going to take a simple attestation. They're going to come at you with questionnaires and, and ask some very pointed questions, particularly as it relates to not only the, the business associate security posture, but that of their subcontractors. And the you know the security within the supply chain for the business associate. So I, I think that's going to be the the biggest challenge. And what I'm also seeing from a BA perspective, and I've seen this already in some of the contracts that are reviewed, 
many of the covered entity providers are putting in security requirements in their BAs that are much more explicit than in the past. They go beyond the explicit text of the HIPAA privacy rule in terms of requirements or even the security rule. So people will put in requirements as to when we have to respond to breaches, whether or not we have intrusion detection in place, very, very granular requirements. So they're starting to to flesh out, if you will, those high-level requirements in the HIPAA security rule. And at some level, it's a real challenge because, you, you know, as a business associate, you have many covered entities that you conduct business with, and some of those providers aren't that sophisticated yet in terms of their compliance strategy. So they may have a particular way of performing change management or intrusion detection, and then they'll expect you to have a similar approach. So from a business associate perspective, I've also had to be engaged already, and I expect to do this quite often, but I've I've been engaged in negotiations, if you will, where I'm talking to a provider and I have to explain that we may not do something exactly as they like, but we have this alternative approach or compensating controls. So, So I guess the point is that as a business associate, we're seeing this increase in the sophistication of the providers. However, they're not at a position where some of them are willing to or understand how to accept alternative or compensating controls to solving the same security problem. And so you have those negotiations repeatedly and repeatedly, and that could be a, a real problem for the PA. I've actually talked to some of, of my staff who've been involved in negotiations before I, I started at Nuance. So one of the things that we're trying to do is, is to really get out in front of that and have kind of the security white paper, if you will, that we can you know go to market with and, and give to uh, providers and things. But going to, to your second question, because I, I want to tie this together, you asked about the, the challenges that healthcare providers face in terms of ensuring that business associates address compliance and, and other issues. So and I think some of the things we did at Partners could be instructive. I mean, first and foremost, you know, we, we realized that we couldn't look at the security posture of every business associate. In healthcare, most hospitals, frankly, have, or healthcare providers, have too many business associates to do a deep dive into them all. So I think the first thing I'd recommend is really trying to come up with like a prioritized list of vendors that you want to focus on in terms of evaluating their security posture. Because at the end of the day, those, those attestations that business associates have made just aren't enough in this day and age. And I think it's pretty clear that OCR is expecting more, particularly large providers, and then simply just in terms of best practice, accepting the attestation isn't, isn't sufficient these days. So by identifying that prioritized list of vendors, working with management, maybe procurement groups, you can identify those key vendors that either prospectively or retrospectively you need to focus on. And then either in terms of a new contract or renewing a contract, I recommend providers start formally evaluating the security posture. And there literally are on the internet plenty of examples of security questionnaires and, and, and different approaches one can take in evaluating a business associate. And really, I think the thing is when you're renewing that contract or signing that new contract of the, the key business associates slash vendors, you can start drilling down and really getting a sense of how they secure their environments, whether or not they deal with third parties or subcontractors in their supply chain. You can ask for copies of security assessments they've done or make that a requirement during the contracting process. And I think the other thing is really educating management about the, the risks associated with business associates. I think there's a tendency at many hospitals in terms of leadership or you know, business owners signing contracts to trust companies. And I think security leaders and privacy leaders in these organizations need to educate management about the risks associated with business associates. There's plenty of 
examples from consent agreements with OCR is an example where you can look at healthcare providers that have failed to do due diligence around BAs. And that can all be baked into a presentation given to management to, to basically empower a security or privacy group to evaluate BAs prospectively. What do you think are the biggest emerging privacy and security threats and challenges facing the healthcare sector overall, especially those that might be something to watch out for for 2014? I think one of the, the challenges to healthcare actually isn't a security threat in the common in, a, in the way most people would think of it. You know, I was dealing with this at Partners in the sense that I succeeded in educating management about the need to make investments in privacy and security to a degree that had never been made before. At the same time, the payment models for healthcare are changing. So there's all these pressures to reduce costs, to not make investments, and yet at the same time, security and privacy staff are, are going forward and saying that they, investments need to be made. So that's a real challenge. And I think what that means then is that the business cases really have to be justified with returns on investment and really tying it to the provider's mission, making sure that management understands why this is necessary. So uh, a mere compliance narrative isn't going to be sufficient for a privacy and security leader to receive the funding for the things they need. And one of the reasons I mention this is that one thing we did at Partners was make a conscious decision to invest in managed security services. And I want to tie this back to your question about the biggest emerging privacy and security challenges. The healthcare vertical whether it be in the provider or the business associate side or in the payer side, we are competing for security professionals and privacy professionals with all these other industries. I mean, security and privacy is not something that's unique or specific to healthcare, and it's a hot topic across most verticals. So in addition to kind of these dwindling budgets in general in healthcare, you also have this competition for staff and resources. So at Partners, we made a conscious decision in some instances to not build things. And to address some of these challenges, we decided to outsource them to you know, companies like Semantic or Veracode, where we said we could leverage their managed security services to complement what we do internally. So we wouldn't have to make some of the costly investments in terms of SIM technology or application security testing, et cetera. And I mention this because in terms of that emerging threats, I think the other story in terms of healthcare in 2014 is that the healthcare landscape will be increasingly attacked by the advanced persistent threats and the sort of remote attacks that other verticals have faced. And I remember starting in healthcare and hearing from CIOs and IT leaders in particular that, you know, we were different. We didn't face the same kind of threats as the defense vertical and other verticals. And the reality is that's certainly not the case today. I just simply know from my time at Partners that when we started looking at network intrusions that we were being attacked the same way that my peers were who worked at State Street and in the financial sector or vertical. So the reality is that in this time of limited budgets and resource contention and competition with other industries, healthcare is also going to be under the same sorts of remote external attacks. And so investments need to be made. And then again, that's, I, I go back to the recommendation of manage security services and, and really trying to think about where that can be leveraged to complement things that aren't differentiators for healthcare and things that can be done internally with internal staff and things that can be outsourced to organizations that, that really focus on that. I think it's a way for healthcare to get in front of some of these threats and to do it in a cost-effective manner without really taking on things that, frankly, aren't really scalable in the current economy. Thanks, Jennings. I've been speaking to Jennings Askey of Nuance Communications. 
I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.